Shabbat Shalom family. For you that don't know me, my name is Deborah, and my Darash is called Listen and Obey equals Blessings. Disobedience, Rebellion equals Curses. So we are his family, aren't we? His plan all along. He has kept his promises to the land and to the people of Israel and to us. So how do we know that, that we can, how can we make sure that we keep our part of this promise and that we can be a part of this promise? He stresses over and over that it's about keeping his mitzvah. Starting with the Ten Commandments that Moses got on Mount Sinai two times. If I counted it right, in this week's Torah portion, uh, this keeping the mitzvah was mentioned at least five times, if not more. So that must mean it's pretty important. So here we are in the time that the Israelites have spent 40 years in the wilderness. They were fed manna. They had water come out of a rock to drink. Their shoes did not wear out. Their feet did not swell. How did everybody make it? Did some need help and assistance? There were mothers birthing children. There were families raising their families, widows to care for, orphans to take care of. I wonder what a day for them would have looked like. We get to enjoy his covenant kindness. Wow. We are to remember what happened in Egypt, that slavery, that sin, and how Adonai delivered them and us. We can identify individually, working out our salvation, and as I'm learning corporately with the Kedashim, the Holy Ones, on how to live it out in community together. I wonder what a day in your life looks like. Are we looking for the signs and wonders that he does today? Do we acknowledge these and see the blessings he bestows on us daily? New life and births, which we seem to have quite a bit of these around here. Miraculous healings, our health, protection, safety, love that lasts a lifetime, and the freedom to worship, have relationship, and pray to a God that hears and is not silent. So what happened in chapter 9 with the first set of tablets? To recap, I didn't have it read today, but Moses had the first set. He came down the mountain. He found the nation who built the idol. They were worshiping that golden calf and worshiping it instead of the living God. So he smashed them, and then he went into intercession for his people. He reminded God that of God's promises to his people. That and Adonai was faithful and merciful and directed Moses to make a new set of tablets. Thank you, Adonai. Ever heard of second chances? Redemption? 
restoration. This is so encouraging to me that we, I, can remind God of his love and his promises for us, me, when things are not going so good. And we can pray over those not good, so good situations in our relationships and in our families, our community, our cities, our state, our nation. We can humble ourselves and repent for sin. We can do this for ourselves, for our families, for generational sin, for the sin of those in authority in all of the spheres that we operate in. And God listens and moves on our behalf. That's amazing to me. Chapter 11 talks about taking possession of the land. And he reminds us that this is, uh, was done to get the people out of Egypt. And I, I, the miracle of the ten plagues, what he did to the army of Egypt um, in the waters of the Sea of Reeds, all of the miracles of the wilderness. But they don't get their la- the land because of their goodness, but because of the wickedness of the nation promised to Israel. To be able to enjoy this land, you need to bind the words of Ananias in your hearts and in your souls. And, and we are to teach them to our children. And then as we do this, Adonai will drive out the nations from the promised land and they will fear you. This is such a great promise that they will fear us and we don't fear them. For me, the New Covenant reading is recounting the call of Moses to deliver the people out of slavery and take them into the promised land. What a call. I think, I think Moses needed this, the sign of the burning bush to really know that he had met with God and that, um, that God had commissioned him to do what he had asked. He was going to run into many obstacles while doing these instructions. Moses probably needed this to go back and say, that really was Adonai, and I need to keep putting one foot in front of the other. He wasn't raised by his blood family. He was a murderer. He was not a great talker or speaker. He would have to face off Pharaoh and Egypt's gods with the 10 plagues. At times, many times, the people would not like him or his leadership. He would have to outrun an army. He would have to lead millions of people across the desert. He would have to listen to the people grumble about water and food, and he would have to be ready to move as Adonai told them to move, like the cloud by day, fire by night. Who is ready to leave the wilderness, sin in captivity, and go into your promised land? I know I am. (laughs) Who's next?